Hey, what's up? Welcome to the mandatory post-fight show. We just saw Ryan Garcia get the eighth round stoppage victory over Oscar Dorte. And this was a performance that we're definitely going to get into for Ryan Garcia. And here's the thing. This is the performance that he needed tonight. But before we get into all of that, I just want to say, remember to hit that like and subscribe button. If you've already been rocking with the show, we do appreciate you. We're also available on the audio side. So if you do rock with us on the audio side, uh, make sure to leave a rate in review and don't forget to follow us on our social media channels we're at the mandatory tko and you'll see below we're on twitter instagram and tiktok so make sure to follow us there but brian this was a fight from ryan garcia we weren't sure what we were going to get because this was coming off that gervonta tank davis fight where uh, he ended up being stopped for the first time in his career so my first question to you is what were your thoughts on ryan garcia's performance and was this the performance that you were kind of expecting after, you know, he lost to Tank? Yes and no. Uh, it was the stoppage I expected, but it wasn't it, how we got there was not what I expected because um, Ryan Garcia deployed a few different styles and it didn't feel like he was trying to showcase his versatility as much as he was trying to figure out what to commit to in there. Um, he started off countering and I don't want to say retreating in a lot of ways, but it may look like that to some people. He attempted a Philly shell, <laughs> which I, I was surprised that at, at, at the volume at which he did it, it was multiple entire rounds of, of, of practicing the Philly shell, which I, Errol Spence, Jamal Charlo don't really do that. So I was like, I'm not sure Derek James is like, hey, this is what you need to do. Um, a lot of people were shitting on Ryan Garcia's Philly show. I'll say, listen, um, you can shit on it all you want, but Oscar Oscar Duarte didn't necessarily break it. You know, he had he had a couple moments, landed some big shots, but I, I think I think there were times where Ryan Garcia was getting booed for retreating and Oscar Duarte was um failing at cutting off the ring effectively. Um, but I, we got the finish I thought we'd get, albeit there'd probably be some questions, but, you know, a, a decent comeback performance. And ultimately he got the stoppage that I, I felt like he was going to get later on in the fight. Um, I want to ask you, how would you grade this performance? Because I, I, it's not an A, the finish is probably like at least a B something, but the the performance overall i feel like it was kind of weird effective I, th I think he was winning most of the rounds but how would you grade this i'd probably give this a seven a solid seven for ryan garcia because this is a guy in oscar dorte who is a tough opponent and i don't know how many rounds you gave him i ended up giving dorte three rounds okay i i gave i i gave, I, I gave him no two. i gave yeah i gave him two and there was like another where i was like mm, you know i gave was, him the, two i gave Philly him show rounds yeah i gave him actually the third i thought he got uh, i thought he landed pretty good on ryan garcia on the third i know chris maddox had him like sweeping the first four i didn't i gave off well, i have ryan Dorte. winning the third actually i thought that was one no. of ryan's best rounds <laughs> no i i thought Dorte did his thing i thought he gave him some problems near the end of the round so i gave that one like i guess i was being generous and then i gave him the fifth and the sixth so, I mean, for the most part, I feel like Ryan Garcia did what he had to do. Um, but at the same time, the Philly shell was weird. It was awkward. 
I was like, I've never seen this before. But remember, defense was a knock on Ryan um, at one point, right? Everyone was like, his chin is a little bit sus. But all in all, I thought the finish was the most important thing. And that's what we wanted to see from Ryan Garcia. And that's what we saw. He got the stoppage victory in a very, very tough fight. Like Oscar Dorte isn't someone that you're just going to run over. Right. This wasn't going to be an easy fight for Ryan. So for him to take this fight, still get the eighth round stoppage against a power puncher. Duarte was stalking him in his ring and giving him problems. Right. You saw Ryan trying to stick and move, stick and move, pull out the Philly shell. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Try to pull out the Philly shell. Um, and he did his thing. Like he ended up getting the victory. And that's what matters. It wasn't the most beautiful performance that we saw from Ryan Garcia. But he got the victory and he got the stoppage. I mean, what else more do you want to see from him after he got stopped by Tank? You want to see him be able to stop guys because Ryan is known as someone that has power. He's known as someone that has speed. He showed that off in the ring and he showed us his new Philly show. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm not even mad at this performance. If this would have went the distance, I would have been mm. kind of and disappointed but what would you grade this i gave it a seven out of ten also keep the comments coming guys we want to know how you graded this performance yeah. we are going to get to all of your comments but brian what did you grade this performance yeah i'd say a seven i would say my like i i hold ryan ryan garcia's talent in high regard it's just a matter of whether or not he can commit to it as much as he's saying he's willing to um, I think he really, really respected Oscar Duarte's power, which is what we kind of saw unfold because he was uh, as defensive minded as I remember him being, Um, at, especially at this level. Oscar Duarte is probably one of the toughest guys he's beaten so far. I think Javier Fortuna, Luke Campbell, Oscar Duarte is probably the list um, of, of like opponents jesus all right you didn't mute yourself before you started typing that so we just got like you beating down your keyboard <laughs> um i think i think in general um oscar duarte is a is a tough challenger but i don't think uh i don't think he he cut the ring off effectively enough to really challenge ryan garcia i thought he'd be pushed a little bit more and I think Ryan Garcia did too, which is why he was fighting the way he was. So I, I probably landed a seven as well, is what I would say. I was just trying to give you guys an example of heavy hands, heavy fingers on the keyboard, you know what I mean? Because uh, Ryan Garcia got the stoppage victory there. Uh, let's get into some of the comments right now, and then we're going to talk about what's next for Ryan Garcia. Uh, Tyrone the Great, I think this is, by the way, Tyrone, a friend of the show. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, when he finally started listening to Derek, the KO came. Yeah, you, you kind of saw that. He was taking those pointers from Derek. At one point, though, like the way Ryan Garcia was fighting, this is a new Ryan Garcia that I think we can all agree. This is a version of him that we haven't seen before. Um, and this is an interesting one from Tyrone, who's bringing the heat tonight. He called out everyone but Subriel. It's true. He called out everyone but Subriel, Matias. Your thoughts on that, Brian? Uh, and also, if you want to donate to the program, the monetization should be on. So make sure you do that. If you donate, we'll get to your comment right away. We'll stop whatever the fuck we're doing <laughs> and we will get to your comment right away. Five, 10, 50, 100, whatever it is. Um, I think I think calling out Roly Romero was smart. That's really the guy. I mean, ultimately, Ryan Garcia was fighting for a WBA title, not a world title, but a WBA yeah. title. It was either international, intercontinental, one of those like second tier, secondary titles uh, that would propel him to a world title fight. Rolly Romero is the champion. 
He shouldn't be because Ryan Garcia, he said it. He's right. Uh, Ismail Barroso, who was supposed to fight in the co-main tonight against O'Hara Davies, uh, was beating uh, Roly Romero in that fight. And just one of the worst, one of the worst officiated fights just of all time, probably. It was so bad. Um, but Roly Romero's champion. And, and this fight doesn't impact me one way or another in terms of whether or not I thought Ryan Garcia would beat Roly Romero in the fight. I feel like that's the fight to make next because he's not going to get the Teofimo Lopez fight, it looks like. Um, I don't know what Teofimo Lopez' plan is because he keeps complaining about not getting paid to his standard and also rejecting fights, it appears. Um, but I, I would love to see Ryan Garcia versus Roly Romero because we all know that the buildup is going to be great. Um, both guys are, are, are very much loved and or hated. And I think I think it's just going to be very interesting. And I think Ryan Garcia would be the favorite, and he'd probably of win course. The fight. <laughs> I, yeah. Ryan Garcia would definitely be the favorite, but I think that's a blockbuster fight. I also think that fight is one that transcends past just regular boxing fans. I think people that aren't even boxing fans would watch that fight. So on that hand, I love that fight. I want to get to IMPK13's comment because IMPK13, friend of the show, thank you for joining us. Uh, this version of Ryan can't compete with the big names at 140. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Like from what we saw tonight. Is, is, I am PK is Roly Romero big name. <laughs> no, I, I don't think he means Roly though. I think he I means like so Devin either. Haney. I think he means Teofimo Lopez. I, just I say think that he means Regis Progray. Right. I just That's say what that, he means. I just say that because well, from a literal standpoint, Roly is a name, but also like we understand he's probably not the tier fighter Ryan Garcia is, or if he's in the same tier, Ryan would be like, if he's a B plus, then uh, Roly would be like a B minus. So, but but and he's a, and he has a title. But in terms of yeah, I, hey, shut I up, feel... hey, shut up. Tyrone just donated ten dollars. Thank you, Tyrone. <laughs> yes, we said we would stop everything. Right. So, <laughs> thank, so you, thank you, Tyrone the Great. <laughs> so if you want, if you want to shut us up, just send us some money, and then we'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I think I think Roly. Um, I mean, I think Ryan. Like, do do you feel better about his chances of fighting the Devin Haney Regis Progray winner if they go in that direction next? Because that's going to be on the zone also. I, I would say not really. You know what I think the plan is? And we heard Ryan Garcia, if you did watch the post-fight interview, he said, we're going to go after Roley, and then hopefully we can go after Devin, possibly. I, I, did he mention Tiafim Lopez? I don't remember. But he did mention Devin. But I actually think the route for him is going to be, I, I think the Roley fight is can happen because I think Roley will want to make it too. They're both going to make tons of money. But there's a guy that just signed to Golden Boy, and his name is Arnold Barbosa Jr. Mm. These are both Cali dudes. Uh, they're both under this umbrella. That's an easy fight to make, and that's a big fight for Arnold Barbosa Jr. I know he's not like the sexiest name to a lot of people, but the way that he took care of a guy like Jose Pedraza, Teofimo Lopez didn't even do that. Arnold right? needs that fight. You could argue. You, you, so if Ryan Garcia. If Ryan Garcia were to beat Jose Pedraza, is that the best name on his resume? Probably. I would, prob I would say yeah. yes. I would say yes over Javier Fortuna, Luke Campbell, respectively, Oscar Duarte now. Um, and Arnold Barbosa, that was a really impressive performance to me. I don't think they're going to go in that direction because I think because they, they just signed Arnold Barbosa. They, it's I the easier fight, fight to make. It's I the agree. easier fight to make. I agree, but if they just sign them, they're probably not going to send him right into Ryan Garcia and then all of a no, sudden. No, they're going to give him a No, they're going to give him a two-nuts. 
right? So. They're gonna they're gonna give him a tune up. But if I'm Arnold and I'm like 32 years old, I think Arnold's 30, 32 or 33. That's if the I'm fight not mistaken. You want, you want those yeah. big name fights at this point, right? Arnold wants it with anybody because you know he wasn't getting those big fights at top rank. He's undefeated. And so not to make this about Arnold Barbosa Jr., but I think he's such an important piece to what's going on with Golden Boy because that's a big fight that they can make. They could just have that in Cali and it could be massive because both dudes are from Cali. And I think it would do really, really well. Now, another fight that I think is really interesting. Um, and I don't think this like no one's been talking about this dude. But what's up with Jose Ramirez? Like when we talk <laughs> about big names. <laughs> Why is Ho I know he got married? He's doing the family thing, but where yeah, but he is fought he? already? He'd been married. I know, he, but like he he he, he stopped. Was it Richard Comey? You can enjoy marriage a little bit after, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to get right back into the ring, okay? After no, but you get married. no, but I'm saying he's already been married and he's fought yeah. since being married. It's like, yeah. all right, we, you're a husband, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but if you're if you're a husband, you gotta have a career. You gotta provide for your yeah. wife now. And yourself. I know. And, and the kids, because Jose's got some kids, but I'm taking a look at 140, and we, we keep on mentioning the same guys, like Devin Haney, Teofimo Lopez. Uh, we just mentioned Arnold Barbosa Jr. waiting for a big fight. We talked about Roley and Ryan. But I think now the biggest thing is, like, where is Jose Ramirez? Have you seen him? Because that's a guy that I would love to see Ryan Garcia fight. I think that's a good fight. I think well, the the big piece of all this in the 140 division is going to unfold a week from now, at which we plan on doing a live for that as well. Regis Progre is defending his WBC title against Devin Haney, who is the undisputed champion at 135, moving up and uh, is no longer going to be at 135. It appears so. I think Ryan Garcia is going to have an eye on the winner of that fight, but I think the Roddy Romero one comes first, and I think Arno Barbosa sort of gets introduced to uh being a piece of the golden boy stable in the meantime and then eventually you know once he gets his victory or two uh does get a title fight somewhere down the line he might be next up for the ryan roley winner or the uh devin haney regis progray winner i think that would actually make a lot of sense if arno barbosa has a fight soon and then fights the winner of haney and regis progray since he was a highly ranked contender anyway and ryan garcia like it's funny because it felt like espn had the sort of stranglehold on the 140 pound division and yeah. top rank did and devin haney's gone uh regis progray signed with match room uh arno barbosa leaves uh teofimo lopez is kind of like I, I don't really know what he's doing is he like a free agent does he just fight on top rank like i don't really know what that is i'm confused at where where he's at subrio matias uh remained at least for the time being uh on the on the showtime well pbc portion of this no longer showtime soon yeah. so yeah we don't and this is where jose ramirez comes into question and it's like can't you just you could do Teofimo Lopez versus Jose Ramirez, but if Teofimo Lopez doesn't want the money fight with Ryan Garcia, why is he going to fight Jose Ramirez? That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know which way it's going to go, but I do think we're going to get Ryan Garcia and, and Roley. Um, Van Dam, go ahead read the comment. Van Dam says, "Yeah, we're going to get to some comments because we got a bunch." Uh, Jesus is as always, just bringing it in the comment section. So I'll put one or two of his up in a second. Van Dam says, I thought Ryan was solid 
uh, with his jab. Uh, no, it was solid. His jab was there. He stuck to their game plan and was able to get the stoppage versus a rugged opponent. That's one way of looking at it. I, 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 think, I would agree. Uh, it's interesting because th- are there some parallels, Chantel, you think, between this performance and what we saw the first time Anthony Joshua fought under Derek James? Not stylistically, but just from the standpoint of like, huh, this is different. And no, that it, was, wasn't- uh, it wasn't like he, the difference between that is that, a, okay, AJ is a whole different other topic. And I felt like AJ is holding back, right? Whereas, like, he could be this power puncher, like how he was back in the day. Uh, getting with Derek James, I think, made him a little bit more of a different fighter where he's becoming more skilled and trying to use that aspect and being better defensively. But he's, like, totally going away from what we knew him as, right? Being that heavy-handed guy. And he hasn't put it all together. And sometimes I'm like, what are you doing out there? And then as for <laughs> – that's how I feel about AJ. Like, let's be, let's be real here. As for Ryan Garcia – this is not like the worst performance because he got the stoppage, right? He was throwing those flurry of combos. He was showing off his speed. He added in this Philly shell like, hey, it's not the nicest. Be- it's not the most beautiful thing like Sean Marion shot, right? Um, <laughs> but like it, it worked. What a great callback. Right? Like it worked. Whatever he was doing, it worked. I, I think Chris Maddox said that um, the way that he was using the Philly shell was to kind of protect that rib that was injured. Uh, maybe right i think i thought that was kind of a, a good comment from him um, listen oscar duarte did it's not like oscar duarte was like was the, it's not like it's not like ryan garcia did the philly show that oscar duarte all of a sudden like was overwhelming the shit out of him he was trying yeah but it's just it's just weird thing to deploy but hey look if he if he continues to continues to develop it i think it'll be interesting i i don't think I don't know if he's going to need the Philly show to be Roger Romero. Um, no, that's what I was going, going back to that Derek James comment, to sum that up, I thought Anthony Joshua was safe in his first fight with um, Derek James. I don't think necessarily Ryan Garcia fought safe. He didn't. He didn't fight safe in this fight because we saw him at the same time be an aggressor, right? We saw him bang on the inside. Like, usually when we see Ryan Garcia, he was always trying to, like, use his length and like fight at a distance like he was like yo i'm i'm down bang with you on the inside like this was a different version of ryan garcia oscar Dorte has real power ryan garcia was taking those punches like he wasn't playing it safe so i thought it wasn't the worst performance for a guy like ryan garcia um i'll let you read this uh long comment uh thank you for joining us by the way d1 kicks Yes, shout out to d1 kicks uh he starts the fight sticking and moving and they stay quiet he sits and he sits in the pocket and trades in the middle rounds. I got your D1 kicks. And they say Duarte is coming on. He goes back to moving and they say he's not entertaining. And this is a follow-up to D1 kicks' initial comment to saying that the commentary hate for Ryan was real. Um, to which Tyrone says the commentary was fair. Um, I, I don't think I didn't have an issue with how the fight was called, which is not always something I come away from watching a zone broadcast. No disrespect to anybody over there. Trust me, I hear Ryan, uh, Brian's comments all of the time. Through we did a little bit today. More but. so, it's the, in fairness to the zone, it's more so the UK broadcasts where, man, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about Katie Taylor and Chantel Cameron again. But they they act like Katie Taylor was like, you know, was like someone attempted an assassination on her and she survived it and then came back and ended up winning the fight. Where it's like she got a loss. All right, like let's relax. Um, <laughs> I think as it relates to this comment, D1 kicks. Um, 
And Chantel, you make an interesting point because I would have said Ryan Garcia was sort of playing it safe early on, but then to your point, was willing to exchange the Philly shell ultimately kind of kept them in the pocket and he was it worked it worked <laughs> <laughs> the Philly shell worked I tell you it's it's similar if you compare it to basketball um it's like Sean Marion shot like super ugly but it works yo you know what I mean like it works that's how I feel that's how I I, I don't it. think I don't think I don't think it would work against Devin Haney is what I would say <laughs> Um, or, or somebody better than Oscar Duarte. But listen, if if you have an issue with Ryan Garcia's Philly show, you should have an issue with Oscar Duarte. That's what I would say. Um, it's just it's just so funny. I think uh, we'll take a couple. We'll take a few more comments. A couple more comments, then get out of here. Uh, but I, I think I think what what I would want to see next, for Ryan Garcia, is because we should get into this. Like for me. The Roley Romero fight makes so much sense. And I think money wise, I think because Roley has a title, even though he doesn't deserve that particular title, I think this is the fight that makes the most sense. And I think that's the fight I would want to see Ryan Garcia in next. And then down the line, we could talk about Devin Haney, Regis Pro Gray winner, maybe an Arno Barbosa. Uh, I don't think he's going to rush to fight Subriel Matias. I don't think anyone is. But, no. you know, if he fights Roley in the spring, we're likely talking about a fight in November, October, September, something along those lines anyway at the earliest. But I, to me, I think the Roley-Romero fight is the best one you can make next. I think the Roley Romero fight is the best one you can make just because of what it's going to do for boxing. Like I mentioned, I think it's going to transcend just the casual boxing fans. And I also think that's the big money fight to make. You think about those press conferences, they will be hilarious. Will that fight happen? It is boxing. So there's a possibility it might not. So I do think that there is a chance that Arnold Barbosa Jr. gets a tune up. And then later on, we see Arnold Barbosa Jr. and Ryan Garcia fight because that's the easier fight to possibly make, to be honest with you. It's a very easy fight to make because they're under the same umbrella. And if you looked on social media, they're pumping up Arnold Barbosa a lot. This is a guy that's undefeated as well. I think that is also a blockbuster fight for any fight nerds because Arnold Barbosa Jr. is undefeated. He is a very, very good fighter. Wherever you have him at 140, you might have him at five or six, depending on whether we can find Jose Ramirez. But <laughs> <laughs> but the, the biggest point for me is I don't I, I think the Roley fight will happen because I think Ryan and Roley both want to make it happen. But as you know, for boxing, it might not. Right. Because Roley's still with PBC, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Okay, so um, we just, don't know what's happening with that, right? right? <laughs> so until that gets figured out, the easier fight to make is give Arnold Barbosa Jr. a tune-up. Ryan's going to have to have, like, some months of training and then bring Arnold back and make the fight with uh, Ryan Garcia and Arnold Barbosa Jr. I think that that that's a great fight to make, and Barbosa Jr. needs it. Like, yeah. he needs that big fight at the same time. It's They both make money. They're both Cali dudes. I love it. Like the storylines for that fight would be great as well. Comments, questions, donations on the way out of here. Uh, let's get to Jesus because I wanted to get to Jesus. Uh, as I mentioned before, Jesus <laughs> off the top rope, the fight was fixed. 
<laughs> then, uh, by the way, if you're watching the show, Jesus usually brings these dope comments every time you do a post-fight show. So thank you, Jesus. Jesus is one of my favorites. And I, I, I don't really agree with this, but it's just I love the energy. Fight fix. Oscar said thank you for the payday. Ryan, time to clock out. <laughs> um, I don't. It's funny because we're talking about all these promotional sort of this guy's here, this guy's here. I don't know how much longer. Ryan Garcia is going to be under the Golden Boy umbrella. He's been trying to get out. He's been trying to get out. And you know what's crazy about that? That also brings me to – and Brian knows how much I like Oscar, like as a fighter growing up. I loved Oscar De La Hoya, of course, the Cali ties. But, um, like, what happened with Canelo, not very good. Now you see it happen with Ryan, and it's like it's not the best look. Well, and then he's there – Part of why they're pumping Arno Barbosa, as you mentioned before, is because they keep they're running out of dudes too. I don't want to hear about Jaime Munguia. Like as soon as he started talking about Jaime, I texted Brian, like, I don't care. Do you care about <laughs> this right now? And like Oscar is giving a whole spiel about how he's super excited for Jaime Munguia and his fight against John, John Ryder. But the whole Edgar Berlanga was supposed to fight Jaime Munguia, allegedly. I don't know what the fuck happened, but like that was the fight that they were going to make after Edgar Berlanga beat Jason quickly. And you're talking about two dudes that need each other? I mean, like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, that's the fight to make at 168. I don't want to see John Ryder, Jaime Munguia. Actually, I might talk myself into John Ryder pulling off the upset, like, betting-wise. If, if Jaime Munguia doesn't knock his ass out... I'm like, I'm not going to watch any more Jaime Munguia fights. I'm just going to like, I'm not going to. There's no way. There is no way. Um, let's get to a couple more comments before we get up and out of here. Um, let's go back to D1 Kicks. Oscar's too old to be beefing on social media, let alone with his own fighters. So I'm not going to lie to you. I enjoyed the press conference a lot. <laughs> I loved it. I like took my time out to go watch the full press conference. I was like, I've seen enough clips. I want to see the whole thing. <laughs> um, and I thought it was really interesting. I liked how Ryan popped off. I think he kept it real. Um, and I do think Oscar should not be beefing with his fighters. That's a bad look for Golden Boy. Right. Like think about everything that happened with him and Canelo and now with Ryan Garcia. I mean, whether you like Ryan Garcia or not, he's a face of the sport. Whether he's you the like face of not. Golden Boy promotions and in terms of their fight stable, Oscar yeah. De La Hoya is. But, you know, he's if if I think of Golden Boy promotions, Ryan Garcia is just the first guy that I think of. Right. Like he just is. And. This is really like Oscar. Wait a minute, it's not Jaime Munguia? (laughs) (laughs) Oscar De La Hoya gives off this energy like Ryan Garcia needs him more than vice versa. And I'm not like if Ryan Garcia was a free agent tomorrow, every promotion would be throwing money at him. Every single one. Dana White might be throwing money at the dude. You know what I mean? Like everybody would be. So and I think I think the fact that this was a Golden Boy card, I mean, this was one of Golden Boy's probably biggest cards of the year because Brian Garcia is the face of that promotion from a boxing standpoint. Enters so. in Floyd. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, think about it. Like, that's next up. Um, just saying. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think, yeah. So Ryan Garcia, <laughs> solid performance and at We'll enjoy the Rolly Romero fight next. That's all yeah. I got. 
if we if we get the Roly Romero fight because we don't know what's going on with PBC. So I hope it's him and Arnold Barbosa Jr. I I think obviously Barbosa needs a tune up. It's been a minute since he has been in the ring. Uh, let's get to Tyrone the Great agrees as well. He believes he is the face of Golden Boy. There's no competition. Um, it's like him and Marlon Esparza. Yeah. Um, let's go back to D1 Kicks uh, really quick. He gives off the energy that he was some eternal fighter as well, looking down on dudes like he ain't take six L's. Oscar you know what? Hoya. You know what it is? It's it. It's he has the confidence. He's Oscar De La Hoya. He has a statue outside of now Crypto Arena. Used to be called Staples. He's that dude, right? Still Staples and, Center in our hearts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so. I still call it Staples Center, by the way. Yeah, it's too. always weird. It's it's always weird. But I I really think that if Oscar continues to keep this up, like what fighters are going to want to go to him? Like what big name fighters are going to want to go to him when you have arguably the biggest fighter of the decade, Canelo, saying ah, it was a bad time, got, it, got his ass up and out of there. And then you got Ryan Garcia of this generation who brings in other fans, like pretty much bodying him at the presser and the best part of that was Oscar in the back, like, like rolling his eyes. And that, it was so entertaining. I don't know. I can't tell you how many times I watched that. As Oscar De La Hoya is getting older and fighters of this generation are becoming less and less familiar with how great he actually was. Now, you could argue as D1 Kicks is saying, yeah, six losses and probably lost to the best six dudes he fought which, you know, noteworthy in, in some respect, or at least six of the best dudes he fought. But he, he did fight everybody. Um, I don't agree with his promotional tactics, but one thing I give him credit for is he calls out fighters for not being active, and I do think that fighters should be active. That's just a general statement. But, yeah, uh, that whole situation is bizarre, and I'm, I, I'm actually surprised that this fight was under Golden Boy because it looked like after the Javante Davis loss that this was going to be done. But I, the terms of the contract probably didn't allow that. Uh, so yeah. everybody just moves forward for now. And uh, we'll, we'll even see, like, if the Rolly Romero fight comes together, where is that going to be? It's probably going to be Ryan Garcia again crossing to the other side of the street and fighting on the PBC umbrella. Like he I did just don't Sarata know if Davis. that fight happens because of just, like, the network stuff. Like, that that's my only concern. Like, I don't know you don't if it think, happens. You don't think it's big enough? It is big enough, to, but I just I just don't know. Like I don't know if we're gonna get it when we want to. It's it is the next fight to make easy. But no, but I'm saying happen? like I'm saying big enough in terms of because they made Gervonta Davis and Ryan Garcia work on yeah. Showtime. But, but now it's like it's Showtime's out the picture, right? So it's like I don't know what it's gonna look like. What, PBC really on know. Amazon allegedly, which. It's yeah. maybe it'll be easier to make those fights then now that it's on Amazon. Like, I don't know, but it's like until that's set in stone, I think there's just so much up in the air. Um, as for Oscar De La Hoya and the Ryan Garcia beef, my last thing, I thought it was super lame of Oscar De La Hoya to bring up his mental health issues on, <laughs> on Twitter and like use it against him. Like, that's like the worst thing anyone could ever do. And I just lost respect for Oscar. He's after absolutely, that. I was he's, like, he's absolutely called them. Uh, a pussy behind his back. He's absolutely done that. You can tell by the way he's talking about him. And like, yeah. you know, when, when when an older dude cites mental health stuff in the younger generation, you know the things that they're saying behind their back. It's true. I don't think Ryan like, Garcia is one, by the way. This is not me speaking for myself, but I think I think Oscar De La Hoya is probably 
Like, come on, man. He was wrong for that. Like, that was probably the worst thing that he could have done to his own <laughs> fighter. To do that to his own fighter, uh, it's just lame. Uh, we'll go to one more comment before we get it. It's D1 Kicks bringing the heat. Um, also, what we thinking about Spence Crawford rematch? First time tuning in. Super dope commentary by you guys. Thank you, D1 Kicks. Um, I'm going to put up Tyrone's thing and just use it. Crying faces. Same thing is going to happen in the first one. Uh, maybe Spence will win more rounds. Maybe he won't get knocked down. What was it? Three or four times. I can't even forget. I think it was four. Once with a Oh, jab. my God. Oh, my God. I don't think it'll be that. I don't think it'll be that bad, but I, I don't I, I don't think it's going to be different in terms of like, I don't like maybe maybe it goes on a little longer. But how many times in boxing have we seen the rematch be closer than the initial fight? Not often when it's that one sided the first time. Right. And I don't think Terrence Crawford's the type of dude where it's like, oh, he's going to lose focus this time around. Like, no, I think Terrence Crawford, man. I do think Spence wins more rounds, though, and he looks better because he can't possibly look as bad as he did in that first fight. Well, that was, I can't believe it. I can't, like, I just can't believe he looked that bad, though, being knocked down four times. He got knocked point. down so many times. I didn't even remember how many times he got knocked down. <laughs> he's he's going to be older and he's going to have to cut weight again. The weight cut is going to be difficult again. Um, I, I struggle with D1 kicks to think that the fight's going to be much different. That's what I would say. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is going to be the last comment today. And I like Ryan Garcia, but this is, I am surprised that Ryan Garcia hasn't brought out the fishnets. <laughs> if anyone, please, if go watch that Oscar De La Hoya uh, documentary, if you haven't seen it, by the way, because I still have to see it. I still Dude, have to it's see dope. it. It's dope. I'm biased, but it's, it's re really, really good. I had shredded that winning fight. That's all I, I did too. I did too. That was a did? close one. Oh, shit. I did. I did have Trinidad winning the fight, but I could see why people thought that Oscar. Oscar. No that wonder I did we're have, friends. Jesus Christ. I did. He was one of my favorite fighters as well. I don't think you knew that. Uh, I could. I could see that though. He's your. He's totally your style. <laughs> yeah, he totally he definitely style. is. He's, he's definitely so one of my favorite fighters. Type of dude. You um, know. But yeah, we just want to say thank you so much for rocking with us tonight. We do appreciate you. If you like the show, hit that like and subscribe button. We're also available on the audio side and make sure to follow us on our social media channels at the mandatory TKO. By the way, we're going to bring a lot of heat for you this upcoming week because it's Devin Haney, Regis Progray. So we're going to have a lot of content for you and a post fight show as well. So make sure to uh, keep it locked with us throughout uh, next week as well. Brian, any final words before we get up and out of here? I would echo all the same things, and I would say, listen, if you uh, if you have any requests, let us know in the comments, particularly with a donation. We'd love to hear what you uh, what you have to think. Thank you, Tyrone the Great, donated tonight. We appreciate you. <laughs>